Okay. So, um... Everybody's, everybody's in their rooms. Etni's family is in town somewhere. Where did you put them up? Just some... A house. A house. Okay. I'm taking a hot soak in the hot springs of the yeah, cave. Yeah, yep. I'm reading a comic book, a graphic scroll. Um, and I'm relaxing after a very stressful day in both mind, body, and spirit. Um, Arcane Archie, Olive, and all of um, the people who came with Brimgar are in the keep, including wherever Brim's wherever he wants to be. Um, Brim, is, Brim is in a barn with some of his soldiers. Like okay. So everybody is... Yeah, so everybody's like basically, things have calmed down for the day. Um, it has been made very clear to to you guys that, um, and when I say you guys, I mean Edney and, and Duncan, that Latima, Vea, Tograph, um, they're willing to wait. They're not, they clearly understand like, like people don't have places to go with this and they're willing to be patient about all of this. And um, so nothing has, no one's pressing anybody right now for anything. So. Any scenes you guys want to have, anything you want to do, let me know. Let's just... Well, I have to be honest, I'm not totally sure what the elves' motives are. Because I understand Latima and the refugees, and then the mages and the paladins made their ideas clear to me. But I'm actually sort of confused. Because we tabled the discussion with Ve- Veya. Yeah, she didn't tell you the, the yeah. whole deal. I mean, I'm sure if you approached her about it, she would tell you. Yeah. If you want to have that conversation. Hmm. It'd be both of us. Yeah, maybe I should talk to Etni about what happened outside of the keep first. Sure. Okie dokie. Where are you right now? Uh, near the keep. Um. I also think Wicker and Egwene are managing day-to-day stuff and letting yeah. everybody just chill out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, leaning against the keep, like, looking in the general direction of where my family is staying, and just, like, kind of grimacing. So you got them into the city? Yeah. Okay. You allowed them in. Yeah. All right. Duncan comes down from the hills where the the caves are. Yeah. And he's got his bathrobe on that says "World's Best Chief Desk." <laughs> 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 he's got a cup of hot cider. Beautiful. <laughs> and he just looks very. He looks very dad like. <laughs> He's just like ah, you know, it's not easy being Lord and Lady. Congrats on that, by the way. Yeah, it was a spur of the moment decision, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually you're not a sucker for titles or nicknames or anything like that. God knows I've tried to give you a couple. I know you have. No, I... Let's just say it's more of a... More of a cloak, a, a guard, a piece of armor than a title to me. I see. Would this have anything to do with who you ran into outside of the city gates? Like, Etni, like, audibly goes like... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. Yep, those are the infamous Jespers. Well, most of them. Would I know what who the Jespers are? Or would I need a fill in via the GM? I think I think I think Duncan knows who the Jespers are. The Jespers like he's heard are that name. Yeah, they're a very famous wealthy like from what you know of the Jespers, it's a very famous wealthy family who lived in the capital of Tolias. Mm-hmm. Like it 
you know, it's like, it's like saying, um, um, like, it's like, it's like, it's like saying, oh, those are the Carnegie's. Like, Mm. do you know Uh, what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, it's just like saying, like, it's like, oh, oh, have you put it together yet that Etni is one of them? Well, I, your name was revealed to me back in Tullius, back in London. Right. Okay. So. And so I think I I did know. Mm -hmm. But now I'm confused as to why they're all the way here. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't. I don't know either. Something. Something really. Wrong. Must have happened for them to. Have fallen on hard times. Yeah. I'm a little scared to hear it. Yeah. By the way, Liam's dad wasn't there. Yeah. Exactly. Because your aunt doesn't have any children. No. So. My my dad is is one of three siblings. And a lot of your family, like the extended family, wasn't there. Just the four. Yeah. So you have a sinking feeling about what may have happened to them. Well, seeing as you don't talk about them a lot, and seeing as you got here all on your own long before they arrived... I get the sense that you might not be that excited for this family reunion. No, not. It is a reunion that I plan on never having. So, so if there was a way, a reason, or an excuse for you to hypothetically have to be out of town for the next couple of weeks, you might jump at that opportunity, would you say? What could you possibly be talking about? Have you lived the day we just had? Etni, I messed up real bad. <laughs> I really I really messed up. When? You know my shield, right? Yeah. It's a cool shield. And? You know how many cool memories you have with that shield? Remember and when I ripped the sword away from Duncan Bella and then I dropped, and dropped that fire and all that stuff? Anyway, I signed a magical contract in order to get the shell at Arcane Archie's right, way back in the capital of Capri. So, well, actually, we traveled from Capri with Thorn, and then we went there, and I wasn't going to get it because I didn't have any money, but then I really wanted it, so I signed a magical contract, and the whole point <laughs> of the magical contract is I have to go all the way to the north and uh, steal a magical seal that belongs to a recently deceased paladin, arguably the greatest paladin that ever lived, Wim Hallowheart, um, and if I don't do it... Uh, Archie will call into action the contract that I signed, which I didn't read the fine print, and I can only imagine means <laughs> I will undergo serious and horrible psychic or physical trauma. I feel like Etnia has been looking at him, like, <laughs> mouth wide open in such a way that she could almost be about to laugh, and or then, about to scream at him. And then Duncan sips his cider. <laughs> <laughs> And Etni just kind of like looks up at the sky and is like, you know, rarely do I believe that there is reason for anything at all. I think there's a reason your dumb ass signed that contract, don't consult me. Divine providence. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I've been trying to tell myself that too. Etni's like, but... With all the crap that's happened to us and all the people that showed up today, I think in some weird, perverse way, we need a vacation. (laughs) And this might be the most dangerous and deadly vacation one could take. What's new? So, uh, I need my partner. I wouldn't trust anyone else to go into battle with me, and 
I understand if you need to stay here and take care of your family. Or oh, no, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. There will be no taking. There will be no caring. There will be nothing. Nothing. Nope. I'm a little bit worried about just the two of us going, though, truth be told. I agree. I think Wicker and Egwene can handle things here. Um, but before we go, we should hear out Latima and these elves and then see if anyone wants to or is capable of going along with us. Okay. I don't have a lot of trust for anybody here, but we, we can try. Should we cut to Brimgar real quick? Yeah. Yeah. So Brimgar, paint me the picture that uh, uh, Vea walks into to collect uh, you. you. and your troops. Yeah, yeah, so I think earlier, we'll skip over the scene because I don't want to play it, but earlier in the... <laughs> Earlier in the night, there was a funeral with pyres and things like that. Yeah. There was a whole burial for Cardock and the whole good. deal. And now, everyone is just hammered in, in this, this barn. barn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like is the everyone style? is in this barn. Like, nobody is sleeping within, like, five houses next yeah. to it. Like, it's just <laughs> so noise loud. complaints. <laughs> and it's, and Tograph's there, and Warm Cotton there, Ayama's there. Um, so it's like a half feast. It's like half morning. It's like kind of like when you're drunk and it's sad. Awake. And yeah, yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. Time. It's awake. She fell in, or he fell in battle. Yeah, you're not. You're tipsy. You're not fully in yet. I don't think he's pretty drunk, but he's not functioning. He's han- you're handling it. Yeah. You're not. You're not non-functioning. Yes, barely. <laughs> yeah, you you are one drink shy right now, and yeah. I think that's when Veo walks in. He is fully planning on having that drink. Yeah, she says, "I need you." And, like, Tograph's, like, halfway asleep on the floor. She's like, I want him, too, but he's not going to be here, so. Fuck. Why? <laughs> Tograph, you kick Tograph. The Lord. <laughs> Tograph. He rolls over, he's like, and like, go, and, like, goes back to sleep. Yeah. Wake up. Oh, God damn it. I wish I'd pass out, too. <laughs> then you wouldn't be bothering me. <laughs> the Lord and Lady of Lone Tree want to see us. I like the sound of that, Taylor. <laughs> the what and what? The like, rulers what of this place, they're holding a council. Latima's also going to be there, but we need to be there. It's, I think this is our first chance to make our case. So just stand straight if you can, and don't say anything. Perfect. Grab your spear. You need to look at the part. Okay, he grabs the spear, and he has. He it upside walks down. out with the glass. Put he that goes, down. Woo! You put that down. I'll just finish it on you the way. You put that down. On the way. You put that down. He starts drinking. He drinks it really it. fast. <laughs> Roll it defy danger with dexterity to drink it before she knocks it out of your hand. <laughs> yeah, I succeed on that one, huh? How'd it go? That's an eight. That's oh, an eight. <laughs> um, I get halfway through. Yeah, you get halfway yeah. through. Oh, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Remember what we're doing this for, okay? Please? I remember. I just one one night. It's okay. <laughs> My I God. Love and she and she she like walks you up and like the council's there in the in the keep, right? And the council consists of Duncan, Etney, Egwene, and Wicker are there. Correct. Yes, of course. Um Latima's already there. Um and Vea comes in with Brimgar teetering. He looks drunk. He reeks out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like tries to make himself like too straight <laughs> <laughs> like almost backwards yeah 
I think Vea like rolls her like almost rolls her eyes, but like keeps her political like face on. You wish to speak to us, my lord and lady. We do. We have some concerns about what brings you here. We have made counsel with numerous parties today, and we are simply curious as to what you could possibly want. Anto remains free. For now. He puts, like, a drunk finger up. I'm like, yeah, that was... <laughs> Is Anto an island? <laughs> yes. Easy for an island to remain free. Pardon me, but Eva was also an island and did not. That's true. We know we have remained free mostly due to good fortune. We do not wish to, to, to rely on good fortune going forward. We are not asking anything currently. I am here as an ambassador of good faith, hoping to make an alliance with the secondary heroes between them and Anta. I will stay here as, 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 as an advisor the best I can. If you would have me, if you would like me, we may discuss an alliance at your pleasure, at your convenience. Um, if you would like us to go now, we will go now. We will turn back and you will not hear from us again. And what of your party? The soldiers. The dwarf. The dwarf, he um, at some point will need to move on to Goldmere, to the capital of Aldorf, to see his uncles mm. and uh, do a sim perform a similar act as I am, will be performing here. My brother is our honor guard, or the leader of our honor guard, more accurately. You get the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Grimkar is like the best drunk. <laughs> and she gestures at Latima, mm -hmm. um, who again is kneeling. Not quite so drastically as before, but is kneeling. Latima refugees and our party joined up briefly. We are not, strictly speaking, uh, a singular unit, um, though we would advocate and, and advocate for her, for her character, and for her aims. They are honest as far as I can understand. Um, thank you for this moment. Do you have any questions? Now. <laughs> so, you come here with the hopes of a hypothetical alliance in the future. Yes. How did you even hear about the secondary heroes? The stories. The stories. We both the stories about the three secondary heroes, uh, Duncan the Brave, Etni, and Thorn, and how they stopped General John Bellin and a thousand troops at a bridge. And how Etni moved a whole town single-handedly. Right out from there, under their noses. Rolls his eyes at this point. Rolls his eyes. <laughs> you did do that. I feel like Edney catches that. It's an incredible feat. It's unclear to us how much of it is true, but obviously a lot of it. There's actually a play. Uh, I don't know if you heard it. I read it, so it's about all that. It's actually know. pretty true. Duncan, sir. <clears throat> yes. 
He's just like totally caught off guard that somebody's trying to talk to him. Yeah. But he's like drunk enough to be like in a good mood. You'll have to forgive my brother. He lost many friends today. And and also, on Anto, there is not much by way of magic. And so, forgive us if it is particularly hard to believe. I see. Your brother does you no favors, you understand. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you really say that? <laughs> oh no. There is... Brent takes like... What have you done? <laughs> I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. No, I'm interested. <laughs> no, I want to speak in Orcish. <laughs> Do I think I don't want to be like, this fucking... <laughs> No, no, I feel like you should say it. I think, I think it would be good. Yeah. I think you should say it. Okay, no, so this is good interaction. I think your brother does you no favors, you understand. Brim takes like a rolling eyes at my friend. Veista puts out her arm and she says, Please understand. One of the soldiers lost was one of his closer friends. If it wasn't for me, one of the soldiers lost would have been him. And as his sister, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I thank you for that. And she... Brim is, like, just <laughs> shaking again. I think, she, finally I think Vea drops to Latina's position. Oh, wow. Thank oh. you for my brother's life. Duncan immediately feels uncomfortable. <laughs> Brim is not so that she did that either. I, nothing... Right now, he is just hammered, and, like, nothing is Sad. making him happy. <laughs> again... Have you told me about the the Caspin? I've told you everything, yeah. Okay. He is staring into your soul. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ed talks her is having a staring contest. <laughs> is it Lady Vea? It would be Lady Breakwater, but I would very much like you to call me Vea. Vea. May I call you Etni? It's what I prefer people call me. Vea, in transparency, we have conflicting demands, some of which have advised us to not aid those who may still be considered free from Caspin. We are still deliberating period. Do you have plans to ally yourself with the Paladins? They stand against Caspin. We're not sure. Palin has made no... Palin the Peak, they have made no <laughs> overtures to us at all. Have you tried reaching? Yes. Now... I won't go into the boring details, but uh, let's Thank just say... God. <laughs> <laughs> let's just... Now Etni and Brim have a staring contest. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get into the boring minutia, but let's just say I am needed elsewhere. I have many responsibilities of Paladin, some of which have thrust upon me, some of which I walk into. Um, but I am needed elsewhere. As you am said, I. I understand you can't go back to Anto, not with the times as they are, in the state of things. And I know you've offered to stay here, in the town. 
and provide what knowledge you have. Are you prepared to do that? In my I am absence? indeed. And I would like to offer my brother's services on your journey, whatever it may be. I feel like all three of us are like... Mm. <laughs> Despite his appearances, I believe that he will make quite an important ally and make amends. I need to kind of look at Brim. <laughs> Brim is just not paying attention anymore. <laughs> I would... Um... I think it would be best. Though we are not enemies, we are also not friends. I insist. And I would like some assurance that if your brother was in our party, <laughs> you would not be tempted to subvert our new settlement as it stands. Though I have full trust in Wicker and Egwene as well to run things with you. Though I would say I'd rather you were with us and your brother stayed behind... I'd much rather see you come to no harm. That makes two of us. What? <laughs> no. I will, have... <clears throat> I will have my honor guard put directly under your your representatives, and she gestures towards Egwene and and um, and Wicker until my brother's return. Wicker, do you think we can care for a thousand refugees as well as hold these elves? Wicker says, he smiles a little. Mm -hmm. I know you have other gods, my lord. But mine blesses us quite directly. We have not even scratched the surface of our food resources. We may not be able to build them homes as our lumber supplies are low at the moment, but... They will be fed, they can stay outside the walls for the time being, and perhaps we can start trading and trying to find a more stable living situation for them. If you would like them to stay permanently, whatever you decide. Wicker is trying to, or sorry, not Wicker, <laughs> Brim is trying to make eye contact with one of you guys and do the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Wicker and I say, the servant's back provides. Indeed it does, my lord. Well, Etni, this town might turn into a city yet. It's shocking. Alright. Um, is, is that like a yes? I think Latima says yeah. that. Is that, is that a, she just cries. She's just crying. Yikes. I sort <laughs> of just, I pat her on the back. And, and she... I think Wicker starts taking uh, Vea and... I think Wicker and Egwene start taking Vea and Latima to start doing like the proper details of all of this mm -hmm. um, at the moment. Ooh. And Vea gives you eyes, Brimgar, like, <laughs> you are going to do this, you are going to make me proud, and you are not going to fuck this up. Like, I think she might even sign that to you, just like, you are not going to fuck this up. Like, okay. Well, if I gotta bail this guy out, well, that might put a crimp in the party. Duncan. Sorry. Too much. Listen here, guy. Vea's already escorting about us. It's Vea. No, I feel like Vea's just left. Vea's busy, yeah. Oh, so it's just the three of us left in the main room. The two of us standing there with this just drunk elf. Dear. You want to fight? Nah, not really, man. Are you sure? 
<laughs> Are you sure? Because I actually would kind of like to fight. <laughs> can you pretend that you actually wouldn't really want to fight, and then we can just like, like fight or something? You know what, dude? Just punch me. Just punch me in the face. I would never do that. I was pretending to be you. That was rude. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you know what? I know. I know we're not friends or whatever. Uh-huh. Maybe we should have a drink. And you know what? I don't like being an angry guy, and I feel bad already for the stuff I said, so you want to go in my hot tub in the caves and we can drink some cider? A hot tub? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that scene. <laughs> and Eddie's just like... I guess I'm going with. Yay. <laughs> like, okay. Like Let's all tub. Let's all tub for a little bit. Any speeder in the water, that's it. Oh, man. I, I like this bitch of a hangover after this hot tub. <laughs> I like this shot of the of the hot tub uh-huh. scene, and then, like, the same, like, kind of, like, lineup the next morning with, like, the, like, rained out, sort of frozen, because it's cold as shit right. spring, of you guys, like, traveling to go. Because you're going, that, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you yeah. guys are, like, getting the hell out of Dodge yeah. to, like, let this all calm down to yeah. go to Arcane Archies. Yeah. Should we do some final caretaking things for Lone Tree, the settlement? I think it's going to be okay for now. Okay. I think we can take care of those those things when you guys come back. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Intermission here on the Level 1 Podcast. You're here with me, Dane, in the Intermission. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you listen to our show. We spend a lot of time and energy making it happen, and we love making it for you. So thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. That's where you'll find maps uh, and updates about the show. You can also send us questions at level1pod at gmail.com. That's level1pod at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us if you haven't already. Uh, it helps us with visibility and helps new people find the show. And since the main thing we're doing is building an audience, that's the best thing you can do to help us out if you like our show. Thanks, as always, to Sage Latora and Adam Kobel, who designed Dungeon World, uh, Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook, Peter Johansson, who designed the Warlord and Baron playbooks. Uh, additional thanks to TabletopAudio.com for creating all the soundscapes you hear on the show. Go check them out. They'll help your tabletop role-playing experience as a GM. The Quiet Year was designed by Avery Alder, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, that looks to be just about it for the intermission. Uh, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Let's get back to the show. I think we should undertake a perilous journey. Yes, fuck. My head fucking hurts. You're just like you're lagging behind. We're like, come on, Brim. And you're just clutching the side of a mountain pass, just like one second. Just throw up over the side. I think you guys are on horseback. Okay, that, oh that's God. a little better. <laughs> Do we have um, some of Brim's troops? Nope. Or was, it's just the three of us? No, it's just the three of wow. I'm going to be completely useless. <laughs> that that is not true. Ooh, can we all Basically. have cloaks? Can we all have matching cloaks? Sure. Go over. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Oh, I think that they're, I think that they're secondary colored. Yeah. I, well, here's what I think it is. I think each person has a full cloak of their specific color, mm-hmm. and then has a badge with all three of them. So mine's like all green with a little badge. Mm-hmm. 
and he has the orange with the badge. Do mm-hmm. they hand Brim the purple one? No, Edney's wearing the orange and the purple one. Oh, so Brim doesn't get a cloak. Nope. No, Brim has his own cloak. He's Brim has his own cloak. Yeah, Relax. <laughs> you, didn't, you have not handed out <laughs> yeah. the... He has his own breakwater cloak. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Well, it's no, it's his honor guard cloak. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. So, who is each role? We, we need a scout, we need a trailblazer, and we need a um, quartermaster. quartermaster. Um, each role is a wisdom role. I no feel like what? you should just be quartermaster. <laughs> Yeah, you're demoted to quartermaster. <laughs> Brim is not a fan of that. <laughs> but yeah, because Brim has been leading for like months yeah. now. Well, and yeah. you've, been a, you've been a general. Like you troops look up to you. You are like a man of action. Yeah. They, yeah. Every big decision they turn to you. And now it's just you with these two like who two years ago were kind of losers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Hell Okay, so Brim's the, the quartermaster. Yeah, I'll, I'll do, you know, whatever you guys want me to do. I think every time we ask something, you hear Veo's voice in the back of your head. It's just like, you, you hear her hand switches. Say. <laughs> do you want to make a bond with them? Yeah. Uh, just for now? Yeah. yeah. It can be a negative. It can be hang out with these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> so who's Scout and who is... I'll be Trailblazer. Do you want to okay. be Scout? Yes. All right. Let's get those rolls. Or is Trailblazer goes ahead? No, Scout goes out ahead. Trailblazer is the one with the map, basically. Oh, okay. Upside down. Yeah, you should Trailblazer. How much of this have you explained to Brimgar? Or are you just kind of treating him like hired help? How much of like what our quest is? Yeah. I guess all he knows is that we are going north because we have business yeah. to attend to. Do you know it's colder north? Yeah, it's getting snowy. Just checking. It's, it's like it's just winter checking. again up here. We got some great orcish gear with us. Um, 11. Alright, so you're gonna get there early. Maybe Arcane Archie gave you a good map. Mm, Bless him. Super excited to fuck this roll up. Oh my god. (laughs) With that attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I scout. That is a 9. Okay, so uh, nothing gets the drop on you, but you don't get the drop on it either. Cool. What would that be? That's a 10. Alright. That's a 10. That's a Sorry. fucking 10. I'm so good at this food thing. <laughs> you're, as you pick berries off, <laughs> you're shaking them into a basket on the side of the trail, and you're like, I am so good at this food thing. If only I was given a more useful job. Perhaps I could apply these skills to something more important. Okay, so Etni, you are maybe a league ahead of the two. Boys, you can hear us sort of arguing <laughs> in the distance, yeah. like behind you, um, while you're on top of a hill. Yeah, you're on top of like a, a, a lookout. Okay. And you hear an earth-shattering roar. Ah, no. Do we hear it? Yeah. Whoa. And then out of the mountains, like some. Do the trees shake? The trees shake, oh, and out of some of the mountains, you see fifty, sixty, a hundred weird white flying shapes. And you put it together that the dragon has come further down the mountain and is pushing the snowy griffins out. Nothing comes near. You're not in any danger. But, like, it's around. Like, you have, like, have this look at each other. Or it's like the classic, like, people who are allies but not friends look on the horseback. Mm -hmm. Like, almost like Scooby-Doo style (laughs) where you, like, hug each other and they, like, shove each other away. Exactly. Similar circumstance. (laughs) 
Do you think there is a chance that the they will threaten Lone Tree? There's a chance. But they're not heading in that specific direction. It looks more like... You know how you've yeah. ever seen like a bunch of birds fly out of a tree at once, yeah. and they just kind of scatter? Yeah. That's just kind of what happened. It Just on a mountain range scale. Like... <laughs> It's just a thing where it's like, you know that the, like, the snowy griffin, like, orcs have to go out to go do their, their, their ritual where they, they hunt down a snowy griffin. They might not have to go out so much anymore. Like, the dragon waking up is clearly messing with, uh, predators, the the ecosystem and the territories. So, yes, but not, like, they're not, you don't turn around and, like, they're flying to Lone Tree. That that is not what's happening. So... You guys, the rest of the trip goes uneventful. It mm-hmm. takes about two weeks to do this whole thing. Dang. Um, yeah, it's a long way, and it's snowy, and it's brutal. Um, and Archie and Archie said, there's a castle. He was in a castle. Or, and he said, oh, the ruins of a castle. Like, he kind of said it like that. Like, uh-huh. he was like, he's in a castle. Well, more of a keep. More of the ruins of a keep. Like, he, like he's like uh-huh. kind of like uh, qualifying as he goes. And what really you get there is you come up over a hilltop and you see um, basically is uh, a single half-fallen wall, a pile of rubble, and a gray stone floor. And you can see, even from, like, a football field away, a stairway leading down underground. Mm. There's also a figure just kind of sitting in the middle of that stone floor. Um, That's creepy. Would you say (laughs) that stairwell leads down to almost another world, a, a sort of dungeon world? I think it might lead to a dungeon world. (laughs) I think it might. Roll credits. (laughs) Ding. Front title. (laughs) 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 Dungeon world. It's like when you play a video game and you think that you're pretty far through the story and then the credits roll. Yeah. (laughs) Like the opening title credits. Yeah, you get the title screen. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what do you guys do, though? Um, What time of day is it? Midday. Okay. And there's just a figure sitting on the floor near the stairwell? Yep. Like, golden figure. Like, oh, golden as in light? Like not a living thing, but... Mm, it's hard to tell from the distance. Okay. Could be someone in armor. Could be a statue. Hard to say. What do you guys see up there? I... <laughs> I'm, like, riding, like, behind you Brimgar, <laughs> what do your elven eyes see? Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Girl laughs. I did, maybe that's a line from a Saren play. Yeah. Girl's like, yeah, that's good. Like, yeah, like, yeah, graphic scrolls or something. Yeah, it's a line from Chronoch here. Yeah, time. it's a Chronoch line, and that, since I was showing him some of my graphic scrolls on, on the, the journey, yeah, on the journey, Brimgar's like, yeah, that's pretty good. But what do you actually it. see? I don't see much. Just stone and something shiny and gold. Does anyone want to do some, like, discerning moves, some spells? I'd love to discern Yeah, that's shiny and gold, the figure. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, I missed that whole part of the description. Actually, <laughs> out. I am going to use oh. a paladin move. Okay. So, I'm going to pray for guidance, even for a moment, and ask, what here is evil? The GM will tell me, honestly. Who are you asking? I am asking Lady Mira, goddess <laughs> of... Health and rest. No, I'm asking Ismal. I'm gonna ask. You're gonna Ismael ask Ismal because he's a god of nature and he protects the little things and good, goodness and light, etc. Uh, the castle structure itself is evil. <gasps> um, 
like there's an evil aura hanging around it. <clears throat> there are one, two, how many things down there? Are you praying? <laughs> what are you I'm doing? Going to myself. He, he, he does um, what and there are, like, he does and there are three pinpricks of evil deep below the earth, directly below this. Ooh, three pinpricks of evil. Um, but and I, we're three pricks of good. <laughs> but I will say, um, the 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 golden figure is not evil. Okay. The golden figure should be good. I feel like that's where we should approach. Unless we want to destroy a little more reality. The golden figure? <laughs> I can't see. Bring my, yeah. I bring, there's room. You can pull up, man. You can pull up and see what they see if you want. <laughs> oh, I see it. Oh, there we are. Wow. That's creepy. I agree. It's very creepy. It's not evil. Um, not according to Ismael. Maybe I'll pray to Lady Mira. Okay, no, Duncan, come on. Let's go. Let's just go. Do you want to discern any reality? I may. To be clear, Duncan, if you do want to ask again Lady Mira, you yeah. can. You okay. are free to do that. I will ask Lady Mira. Okay. Why not? Any roll. Okay. Um, and then I'll tell you the evil. Again. Six. Plus. Oh. Eight. Okay, so you get one question. You think about your question... I'll let Duncan know what here is evil according to Lady Mira. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same, except there's only two print pricks of evil. Oh. Something's not evil according to Lady Mira, but is. Scandalous. <laughs> okay, so do you have a question picked out, Edney? I think so. Um, who's really in control here? Bram. <laughs> Rim thinks it too. <laughs> I'm, in control. Um, I'm, in control. I'm in control of every situation. <laughs> I legitimately don't know. Um, let me think for a sec. Okay. I think it's the it's some it's not up here. You guys are not strictly in control. <clears throat> it's hard to say. Like something will be in control if we go down. Probably. You feel like there's something like. After Duncan talks about the aura, mm-hmm. you might think that if anything would be in some amount of control, I think it's that. Down okay. below. Yeah. Well, at least we know it's three things, maybe. Maybe two. Three things that could hurt us. Hopefully two. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I say we leave the horses here. Maybe yeah. set up a little camp. And there's no time like the present. Brimgar, what do you say? Hmm? You, you you come in? You're in this too, man. We, we made it all this way. Any thoughts? Brim still doesn't really know what you guys are doing, huh? No. no. I have no idea. I barely know. Yeah. Well, um, I know about as much as Edney knows. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no? Mm-hmm. Women, right, how what are we party? doing? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just tell Brimgar, because I made it all this way. Yeah. Um, Dane, do you want to say it just for the audience? I can say it just I can just say it for the audience, yeah. So in short, um, there was a mystic thurge um, by the name of Wim Hallahart. Elvin. Actually, the moment Duncan says that name, you know that name. This person is very famous. 
Okay. Um, because he's El in in Anto because he's Elven. He was born there, but he was born powerful enough magically to be a proper continental mage, uh-huh. which almost never happens. On top of that, he was particularly gifted even by their standards. So he was a member of the Mages College and a member of the Paladins Academy. So he was also blessed and chosen by not one, not two, but three different gods. Yzmal, Tolerine, and Gladine. All of them chose him as a paladin. He spent his entire life basically using Duncan's power right there, that asking what here is evil, finding evil things and just slaying them, or if they're an item, just destroying it, like anything he could. About 20-ish years ago, he was reaching the end of his life, and what he, and there were a few things he couldn't kill or destroy, so he crafted himself a seal in Anto tradition of enchanting items, and um, went far north to an evil castle that was cursed, placed the seal over it, and locked his like the few things he couldn't destroy away the best he could. Um, he died a few months ago, and Arcane Archie wants that seal as payment for the um, contract. Hmm. So he sent Duncan to... Sounds pleasant. For the shield that I got. Think it was back. worth it? It's actually a pretty dope shield. No, absolutely it was not worth it. <laughs> Again, I You know agree. what? I kind of agree too. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. So what do you guys do? Go forward. Go forth, yes. So you step on through... Down mm-hmm. to the down the down the hill, um, and towards the golden figure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's like a there's kind of a clear barrier between the castle and not the castle. Gross. Do you guys cross over it? Well, it's because to be clear, Duncan, you know that there is an yeah, aura there. I like, know that the structure has an evil aura to it. Right. Like so, I I don't want to. I'm not gonna say you cross the line and surprise you with anything. You know sure. that there's something there that crossing the threshold will mean something. Okay. Um, so I guess maybe I could cast a rote of guidance. Okay. Um, and since Ismael thought the most things in here were evil, I'll, I'll ask him. He my, The symbol of my deity appears before me and gestures towards the, dex, the direction or course of action my deity would have me take, then disappears. The message is through gesture only. My communication through this spell is severely limited. You see over near the stairs um, a flower, like, grow mm-hmm. in just, like, the briefest amount of time, like, and push up rubble that falls down the stairs. And then, like, you blink and it's gone again. But, yeah. Okay. We got to cross over. Okay. Weapons ready. Whoa, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think, uh... Really quick, just kind of to himself, Brim is going to discern the reality of the situation. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I'm just going to roll. Oh, look at that. That's a... What'd you get? What'd you get? I got a... 11? 11. Okay, so you get three questions. Well, how is Brim surveying the situation? Is he taking, like, a tactician's eye? Yeah, very tactical. Yeah. He understands... He hasn't, he's not experienced with magic, but he understands, like, what it can do. Yeah. He's read about it. Uh, I think he's, I'm going to ask, what is about to happen? What here is useful or valuable to me? One at a time. Oh, sorry. What's about to happen? In regards to stepping over the threshold? Yes. The curse will begin to affect you, but all. Oh. Ah! Because this place is cursed. 
and two, at the same time, that golden figure, which now that you're closer, it looks like just like a suit of plate mail sitting in like a weird like meditation pose, will come to life. Okay. Um, I think you see it twitch as you guys get oh, closer. Da, da, oh, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> second question. Let me, get, uh, let me get that second question. What is useful here? Useful or valuable to you? <clears throat> yeah. Your tactical skills. Like, you suddenly get the sense that these two people, while they're like, they win via like raw power, right. if that makes sense, they've never had somebody who can an help direct strategist. them through a yeah. fight. So <laughs> you, yes, I am talking about you too. <laughs> so you realize that your skills will be quite helpful here. Okay. And then what here is not as it appears to be? I mean, the easy one is that that's not, it's not a statue. It's clearly like some sort of goal. Yeah, like, I mean, I just have to ask a third yeah. question. Um, all right. <clears throat> so, Brim holds you guys up before you cross. Let's not just walk across. What do you mean? Well, my instincts tell me that one, there is something cursed about this area and I don't want to step through there. And two, that's a, pl- that's a suit of armor, and if I have read any books in my life, that is almost definitely going to come alive once we've stepped in its defensive zone. So let's think about this a little bit strategically. Etni, is there anything you can do? I can a curse. do a weave of power, where when I use my power to solve a problem, I can describe it in role plus wisdom. Uh, well, what do you what do you want to attempt to do? Because it may or may not be possible with your magic. I want to just like have like a basic fiery protection around the three of us. Like not physical fire, but like if things like come towards us, it'll like singe it and like kind of deflect so from do us. You, do you want you? Okay, so you want to put up like a premature sort of barrier. Yeah. What I will say is the weave of power can never deal damage. Yes. That's part of the move. Yep. So it's a repelling sort of... Exactly. Like a <clears throat> it will very not want powerful to touch us. heat wave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, roll it. That sounds okay. good. Tight. That will do nothing for the curse, though, to be clear. That's fine. All right. Um, can I steal the prematurely <laughs> use tactician? Or no? I think so. Okay. It, what's, what's your move say? What is, the, what is the description? When you use your knowledge of tactics, discipline, and strategy on the battlefield... Yeah, that counts. That counts. Yeah, you can preemptively use that. Okay. All right, how'd your roll go, Etni? An eight. Okay, so what do you get? Um, I think I... What are the options? We haven't used this move before. No, we haven't. So, um, I have four options. On a seven to nine, you get one, or do you get... I choose two. Okay. Um... On a 10 plus, I choose one. Gotcha. Options are the spell won't last long. You will need to hurry to take advantage of it. Your spell affects either much more or much less than you had wanted it to. Your spell has unforeseen side effects or might draw unwanted attention. Or you have unbalanced your chi. Take minus one ongoing to wisdom until you have a few minutes to recenter. Do you pick two or do I pick two? It just says choose two. So I think I pick two. Yeah, that sounds right. Um... I think it won't last long, and the effects are either much more or much less than I wanted. 
So first one is okay. straightforward, but yeah. All right, we can deal with the much lesser, much much more in a minute. Okay. So Etni, you, do you just like push like your hands out and like this like visible orange heat wave surrounds you guys? Well, I feel like I have to have a moment first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, guys, we need to hold hands for a minute. Duncan just takes my hand. And Brim takes her <laughs> hand. Okay. <clears throat> like, okay. Brim's clearly uncomfortable. <laughs> and I go, this might hurt for a second. Just do it. And I feel like Etni says something in like salamander mm-hmm. or something like that. And then it like lights. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a spark. Gotcha. Like between you yeah, all. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> That's cool. All right. Is there fire around me? Huh? Uh, you won't be able to see it. Am I you're on fine. fire? <laughs> you, guys, we're fine. We're fine. All right. I'm going to use my tactician really quick. Okay. What are you, what are, what are you trying to attempt to have? Uh, well, the only thing I can really do without being in a fight right now mm-hmm. is uh, create an advantage. You are an ally takes plus one forward when you exploit it. Okay, cool. Um, uh, what did you roll here? I rolled a eight. Okay, what's the seven to nine consequence? Uh, you expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. Mm, I think it, the cost is to maintain that ability to be able to like hand off an advantage to somebody. You're gonna have to stay real tight with them. Okay. If you break formation, you're gonna lose it. Basically, okay. is the thing. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Weapons out. Bubble up. Um, and do you, uh, are you doing something, Duncan? Uh, I have something I could do. Yeah. Quick, 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 um, quick, but quick, I didn't quick. know if we wanted to keep, start going first before we cross over. Maybe I'll do it after we cross the barrier. Okay. So you're gonna cross into the cursed area. before I take my quest. <gasps> Ooh, or should I take it? Now? I need you, you. need to take that okay. now. Then I will. I do a quest. I'll dedicate myself to a mission through prayer and ritual cleansing. Um, <laughs> slay blank, a great blight on the land. Defend blank from the iniquities that beset them, or discover the truth of blank. So I'm going to discover the truth of Wim Hollow Hearts ruins. Cool. And what boons are you taking? Um, an unwavering sense of direction to the seal. Cool. It's down. <laughs> Soundboard. You go like down. It's going to be rather linear. <laughs> um, and then I could choose invulnerability to something, but I don't know what this curse might be. It could be mm-hmm. poison. Do you think it could be enchantment? If you just want to do curse, I'll let it go. <gasps> invulnerability to curses. Woo! All right, I need to see what the costs are. Yes. Because I can pick. pick I get to pick. I feel like. I get to pick he should what get vow or vows. from this thing that we have to do for him. Believe me, I have tried to stop reasoning. I, with... sm- I wink and I hold that light. Gonna... <laughs> I've tried to stop. I've tried to reason with oh, politic okay. blessings. It doesn't work. Hey, you have. Time... Oh, yeah. Who are you asking for your, your deal from, by the way? Um, I don't know if I have to ask a specific deity on my quest. I think I can ask both of them. Okay, Just so like you're going to ask them. So you're asking both of them. Yeah. All right. You have valor, which is forbidden, suffering an evil creature to live. Oh, my God. And hospitality, required, comfort to those in need, no matter who they are. Valor comes from Yzmael. Hospitality comes from Lady Mira. Okay, do I get more boons, then? Nope. I can can offer any amount of vows, and immunity to curse is a bigger. That is a huge. Yeah, that is. So, so Valor oh, and, and, and Hospitality. It's totally going to bite us in the fucking ass. Wait, so just Valor and Hospitality. <laughs> just Valor and Hospitality. Yikes. 
So you guys cross over? Six, 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 six. Um, yeah. I think we yeah. cross over, yeah. We do. I just want to say, you get to be on the That was way more prep than we ever did at all last season for yeah. anything. Yep. Like we were just yeah. like, we're ready. Like, we're, you guys are defended up. Let's I'm proud of you. it. <laughs> okay. So immediately when you cross over the, um, the, to, to, the moment you kind of cross over to, to, through the, um, oh, what's the word? Onto the stone floor. All three of you feel like just this like pull down. Icky. It feels really bad. Um, and then, uh, Duncan, you feel two hands, like one big firm one and one gentle one, like pulling you back up. Mm. And you are free of this. You two both need to, you, Etni, and, and um, uh, Brim, you need to take a, a, a debility. Confused or shaky. And the question is, does this affect you mentally or does this affect you physically? Because I think it affects everyone a little differently. So, confused is, I believe... Can I borrow your sheet again for a minute? Yes. Any, any character sheet is good. I just need to see the... Thank you. Um, shaky is the dexterity debility, um, whereas confused is the wisdom debility. God. <laughs> can Delirious. we both be the same kind? Um, or do we mean? have to be one or the pick, other? Pick one or the other. Okay. You don't have to take both. No, we can both be the same. You can both be the same. We yes. can both be shaky. You can both be, be shaky. You can okay. both be confused. What do you think you are? I don't know. I um, want to say we're both shaky. Yeah, probably shaky. Like affected physically more than mentally. Yeah, as much as I would like to hit things, I think I'm going to go with shaky. That is fair. Me too. All right, cool. So, um, as this happens... Um, the golden uh, suit of plate armor, because that's that's what it is, um, comes to life, creaking. Um, rust drops from its sides. Um, it has a great sword on its back, and it puts its hand there. There is a giant Roman numeral two um, huh. on its chest, and then there's a small symbol just kind of below it, like an artisan's mark. Um, Etni, you recognize it. Artisan's mark? Yeah. This is Tilda's mark. This is a golem made by Tilda. She was in charge of the Mages College. She knew when. Um, And the thing says, turn back, please. Can't do that, friend. I'm sorry, I'm not your friend. I'm sorry, that's, that's a bummer to hear. Please turn back. Gotta agree with my boy here, Major Bummer, but unfortunately... Major Bummer? I'm your boy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay. your boy, guy. We'll talk about who's This is a final warning. Please turn oh. back. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to hurt you. And Let I don't see. want to hurt you, but I don't you think are not you can turning back. He draws his sword them. and he's going to attack. Can I give an NPC an order based on my divine authority? Uh, yes. Or is this not necessarily count? As an NPC. This counts as an N. You know, we should have we should have a quick conversation. Okay. Because this could this could make a difference for Etni too. Okay. Do we think that Tilda creates people? Are the creates go- people? Are the golems people sentient. with souls and sentient? Because if not, your move isn't gonna work on her and your black fire will more or less be useless on this. Uh no, I think Etni. it's more of a physical magic. Thing. Yeah, I would like, agree. Like so we're saying Okay, so the golems they're they're on running on programming, the little Gatorade golems, they yeah. don't they're oh, Okay, totally. so we're saying they don't have souls. No. Yeah. That is that is a very important distinction no, it and is. definitely changes the 
strength of Tilda and what can be done. So no, you you know you know enough about automaton magic that you know that this thing will not hear you. Okay. This is this thing's running on preset orders. Mm-hmm. And if and you don't say the right keyword, if you don't say the right keyword, if you don't back off, if you don't have the right thing, like it doesn't matter. So this thing is just running at you guys to attack. Peanut butter. <laughs> Small inference. <laughs> yes. Does that mean that Tilda technically doesn't practice necromancy then? She does not technically practice ne- necromancy at all. Okay. No. Yeah, necromancy would be bringing those people yeah. alive. She's not putting weird dark spirits in those in those bodies that Caspin's using. She is like puppet She's puppet stringing making them. the bodies yeah. move around. Right. Yes. Okay. It's still gross, but it's, it's not. Yes. It's, it's still not still the same. Up. Yeah. It's. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying it's very different than necromancy. Yeah. Okay. That was just me as a player, not yep. me as Edney. All right. So, um, who's closest to it? Who's closest? Probably me. Probably. All right. Do you want to roll a hack and slash, or do you want to roll like a defend, a defy danger? It's what? How do you want to engage with this thing as it comes towards you? What do you guys think? Mm. Oh, where's my d12? I feel like there's almost never a good scenario to use a defend. But um, I think you should attack it. Yeah. Just hack and slash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm you know, you can have it. my plus one too. Okay, so you're rolling with a plus four, huh? Yeah. Thank Shoot. God. <laughs> yeah. um, seven. 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 What did you roll? Oh, jeez. Two and a one. Okay, so you exchange blows with this thing. Um, what what magic is running through you right now, by the by? Um, I have my questing boons. So is that a 1d4 quest? Uh, yes, let's see. So is your sword glowing with some divine magic there? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, while on a quest, I deal plus 1d4 damage. Okay, so roll your damage. Whoa! Uh, six. So your sword clangs hard against this thing. And you feel that, like, the sword did nothing to it. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. Your divine magic slipped in, but it's sturdy enough to have taken those points of damage. Okay. Um, so, like, you attack that would have killed a normal being, it just stopped it cold. Okay. Um, and you take 11 damage in return. What do you Does not ignore armor. So, so armor can absorb some of that? Yeah. And you have four armor, correct? Yes. So that's only seven damage to you. What are other people doing? I feel um, like you're ready to charge, yeah? Yeah, well... Where are you? I, after seeing that, I think I'm probably pretty hesitant, because I know, well, me as a player, but also... Yep. As a character, I know that I can't deal as much damage as Duncan can. So you go ahead first. Okay. And I'll, I'll figure out what I'm going to do after that. Okay. Um, so I'm just projecting some force here. I am, is there a body to this armor, or is it literally just arm, like helmet, plates, gloves? It's just, the, it's just the armor put together. Also, can we just run down the stairs? You can try. You certainly can try. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I try magic and... magic seems to be able to hurt it. Yeah, I feel like I try and heat it up enough to where the gold, because gold is pretty meltable, will kind of stick mm-hmm. to the floor. Sure. A little bit. Okay. Really, 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 really roll, plus wisdom, which is a 10. Okay. That's so 1d8 damage? Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Yep, I dropped it. (laughs) 
Whoops. <laughs> Seven. Roll. The flames just go straight through it. <gasps> like, don't even touch it? Don't even work. All right, well, I'm no expert, but I think we should go for the stairs. <laughs> and, uh... I, I feel like I hit it, and he blasts it. We both pause for a moment, and then all three run. <laughs> Um, oh, I, I think everybody's gonna have to defy danger. That's fine. Um, by acting faster, get out of the way. Okay. I'm gonna use tactician to roll with wisdom. Alrighty. Mm, that's a good yes, move. Yes, sir. With that curve. Yeah. All right, Sam, you go first here. Usually, it makes no difference because my dex is the same as my wisdom. But this one time, mm, that's ten. All right. So Brimgar just like. This thing's moving like it's predictable. You know, this thing no you know how this thing moves. You're just you're to the stairs. You're to the stairwell. Who's next? Who who rolled? Oh, Second. With dicks. Oh, with dicks. Seven. Uh okay, here's the choice. You can take damage and get there. Yeah. Or you can exchange blows and stay. Uh, I'll take damage and get there. Alright. Ten damage before armor. Oh my god. Ten? Yep. It's a d12 plus 4 damage. Before armor, so I six, can... 6. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm, my hit points have been halved. Oh my god, have they? Yeah. Does uh, that mean my sword? Are you... Can we <laughs> can we argue that even though you rolled second, you're the last person to get, get through this? Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, that's a 7. That's a 7? Mm-hmm. Mm. Same deal? I think it's the same deal. Okay. Oh. No fucking God. way. That's 16 damage before armor. Oh my goodness. That's so it 15. Just, yeah. Just takes a wallop out of that. Knee. I want to take a minute, guys, after we land. So, so I feel great. So, <laughs> yeah, so Brim you, finally feels great. <laughs> so Brim gets away. Yeah. Etni gets a huge cut across her back. Yeah. Um, but manages to get away. Duncan, you get cut um, on your shoulder. Uh-huh. And blood runs down your arm and hits the hilt of your sword. And you hear a voice in your head say, I got you, Lone Tree. And then there's a burst of lightning and thunder, and like your sword is sheathed in, in purple lightning. You can add a D8 to your damage. As long as I am. 